Hello and welcome to this podcast brought to you by the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association. My name is Sandy, Executive Officer of the Association and a cancer survivor. And my name is Malcolm. I'm a retired consultant surgeon and throughout my career I had a particular interest in the care and treatment of cancer patients. Presently I'm Chairman of the Isle of Man Anti-Cancer Association. In this podcast we want to talk about leukaemia. Leukaemia is a type of cancer which affects the white blood cells or leukocytes. White blood cells are produced in the bone marrow and these cells are usually responsible for fighting infections. So if you get a bout of the flu or COVID or if you're given a vaccine jab, your white blood cells will be one of the mainstays of the body's defence system attacking that virus in order for you to recover. When people talk about leukaemia, they often find it rather confusing. This is in part to there being a number of different types of leukaemia and also the rather queer-sounding names the different types have. For example, you may have heard of acute myeloid leukaemia or another type, chronic lymphatic leukaemia. The type of leukaemia is named after the specific type of white blood cell they arise from and by the speed at which they develop. An acute leukaemia progresses quickly and needs urgent treatment, whereas a chronic leukaemia develops more slowly, often over many months or even years, and may need little or even no treatment. There are four common types of leukaemia affecting around 8,600 people a year in the UK. The most common is known as chronic lymphocytic leukaemia, or CLL for short. CLL usually affects the more mature members of our society. It's very rare in people under the age of 40, and it can develop very slowly and may not require any treatment for many years. At the other end of the spectrum is acute lymphoblastic leukaemia, or ALL. ALL is more common in children and young adults and can develop very rapidly. The important thing to remember is that several decades ago, the outlook for someone diagnosed with leukaemia was poor, but with intensive research and the emergence of new treatments, the outcomes are improving all the time. So what are the symptoms of these forms of cancer? Many of the early symptoms of leukaemia, particularly the chronic forms, can be rather vague and generalised. Feeling tired, fatigued or unwell, Frequent infections or infections that are more severe or take longer to clear due to there being too few normal or healthy white cells present. Breathlessness, tiredness or headaches caused by too few red blood cells. Bruising or bleeding easily. This may arise if there aren't enough platelets in the blood. The bruising may occur in unexpected places and cover a larger area than usual with nosebleeds or simple cuts taking 10 minutes or more to stop bleeding, sweating at night and unexplained weight loss. And other possible physical changes may include enlarged lymph nodes in the neck, armpits or groin, which are usually painless, a tender lump or a feeling of heaviness in the upper part of the tummy caused by an enlarged liver or spleen. Is there anything that increases our risk of developing leukaemia? Well, there's a lot of research currently underway looking at the causes of leukaemia and because it is a group of different cancers, it is difficult to give specific risk factors. You may have seen stories in the media linking leukaemia to various things which may increase risk, such as electric pylons, x-rays in pregnancy or certain hair dyes, for example. Sometimes it can get very confusing. So what do the experts say about it? 
Cancer Research UK has a lot of information on their website about different risk factors for leukaemia, including the more unusual. For example, electromagnetic fields associated with electric pylons are often talked about as a possible risk factor, but Cancer Research UK say there is insufficient evidence to support this at present. The main factors that can increase our risk of developing leukaemia are exposure to radiation, prolonged exposure to certain chemicals such as benzene and some pesticides, inhaling tobacco smoke which contains small small amounts of, of benzene and being overweight increases your risk, or genetic factors such as a family history of leukaemia. Please remember that these are just risk factors. It does not mean that they will cause leukaemia. It just increases an individual's risk. And of course, as we say every time, if you are concerned about any possible symptoms, talk to your GP. If something doesn't feel right for your body, talk to your doctor and get it checked out. It's always best to get any possible symptoms looked at. The chances are that it's something minor. Let's just recap the possible symptoms of leukaemia, remembering that they may be rather vague. Feeling tired, fatigued or unwell. Frequent infections or infections that are more severe or take longer to clear. Breathlessness, tiredness or headaches. Bruising or bleeding easily. Sweating at night or weight loss. Other possible physical changes may include enlarged lymph nodes in the neck, armpits or groin, which are usually painless, a tender lump or a feeling of heaviness in the upper part of the tummy. You can find more information on leukaemia online at cancerresearchuk.org. On the island, you can contact the Macmillan Cancer Information Centre on telephone number 650735 or look at their website macmillan.org.uk. Thank you for listening.